Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. It is the series finale of the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt After Show. Please stay tuned. We are covering Season 4, Episodes 11 and 12. Kimmy is out of a home, Jacqueline's out of an office, and cats keep following me. Stay tuned. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Hello, everybody. It's a beautiful Wednesday night, and we are here to wrap up one of our favorite shows, The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. My name is Sahai, and I'm one of your lovely hosts this evening. You can find me on social media at Say Hi Sahai. And who do I have with me this evening? Hey, guys. It's Caroline there. And I'm Candice Cruz. It's so lovely to have you now. You Thank may you. see that Laura's not here with us this evening, but you know what? We She's here in spirit, and <laughs> she held it down for me last week when I had the flu, so we're holding it down for her tonight. We're just rotating. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yep. Exactly. For, our, for our finale, ladies, like, I, I feel like there needs to be like trumpets, like balloons, something, but it's bittersweet, yeah. but we're going to get through this this difficult time. For I like the balloons in the car. I can go get them if you want Thank me you. to. Thank okay, you. Okay, no problem. So save Got it for later. So save it for later. But, so we're covering season four. Episodes 11 and 12. Episode mm-hmm. 11, Kimmy Gets Rich. Episode 12, Kimmy, uh, what's the name says of that? goodbye. Kimmy says bye. So <laughs> what were your overall thoughts of these last two episodes? Well, here's my thing. I love this series so much. Like, it's just one of those easy comedies, but yet they always have like a message and they're not making it like so blunt, but it's hilarious the way that they do it, the comedic timing. The only thing that bothered me about the the ending is that it just felt so abrupt. Like that's the only thing. The entire episode was great. Like I love the way that it was tied up. I just felt like there needed to be one more episode in between like 11 and 12 or maybe I have a number 13. I agree. I felt like we had built up to this moment uh-huh. and it did I was happy to see happy endings, right. which we'll get into more, but I was also like, that's it. Like, mm-hmm. this is, it seems so simple. And maybe, maybe because the show has been so complicated and so nuanced the whole time, maybe they said for the ending, we're going to keep it simple and give everyone a happy ending. Mm-hmm. What were your thoughts, Carolyn? I think um, when any series comes to an end, I love when they do a flash forward. Mm-hmm. And so that's something I really enjoy. Yeah. Uh, the four years fast forward. Um, seeing where all our favorite characters ended up. That's how I love a series to wrap, um, just because you kind of get a glimpse. And then also with the talks of there potentially being a movie, um, that's kind of where I'm guessing it would pick up. But yes, I definitely think that there was an introduction of some of the new characters, like Zachary Quinto's character, where I was just like, whoa, there's (laughs) so much going on and we only have two episodes to learn about him. And I don't know, I just felt like, there's a little bit too much new information for it to 
be in the last two episodes, okay. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, in episode 11, Kimmy gets rich. Her job, Tube, is being sold. And she is trying to figure out what that means for her. <laughs> um, she also learns that everything that they've been doing online, she learns that they're basically spying on people. The, <laughs> the games that she's been playing have been, you know, secretly pulling information about their users, which was very surprising. And actually, she felt offended by that. She was like, you know, this is wrong. I don't want any parts of this. But what I was excited, once I heard Kimmy was about to get some money, I was like, yes, finally, our girl is going to get some money. But it just didn't happen that easily for her because she was like, wait, there's something against my moral code with the way this money is going to come about. Um, Then... In order to make it work for her, Kimmy blackmailed Zach into putting her book online in order as in like even exchange for, okay, if you, if the company's being sold, well, and in doing these um, practices that I don't agree with, in response to that, help me get my book online, which he did. What were your thoughts about that? I thought it was interesting just because we do live in a society today where I feel like every inter or every website knows my information or there's some type of predisposition to an advertisement or whatever and that's super frustrating to me so Kimmy who has a really positive outlook on the world clearly was taken aback by the fact her company was kind of trolling or not trolling but uh pulling people's info and then selling it to other sites Mm -hmm. and that is my biggest fear I don't want to be targeted online you know when I feel like sometimes I'll think something and then without even saying it verbally it appears I'm like what chip is in my head that can now transmit signals to the internet it's weird I don't know if anyone else feels that way I mean I don't Here's my thing. I come from a marketing standpoint as well. Break it down so I'm for like, us. it's kind of brilliant because it's customizing everything to every user. It's like market research on steroids. Like mm-hmm. it literally does patterns and algorithms in order to like read your predictive move because people are just creatures of habit. But I think you so, should have the opportunity to opt into that or opt out. You and do what it whenever you sign like- up. Everything you sign up for does have because, an... Uh, so yeah. it's in the fine print, but we're just not reading exactly. it. Exactly. Got it. However, Kimmy is... Her, Kimmy's point is that we're running a company with these morals that are... Bas- you're basically striving to get people's information. And even though if it is in the fine print or not, she still thinks that the um, motives are... Just not wrong. right. And I, right. I agree with her. I don't think that any company that is trying, I mean, that's how you get um, partnerships and make money. But any company that's purposely trying to target a demographic, I think it's just like, why are you doing that? Or literally put it in bold print. Don't put it in the fine print. Right. The funny thing is she learned about this, but then she actually flipped it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she used it to her advantage. advantage, right? Because now that same information that they're gathering, she was able to use to get she her used book. it for a positive. Exactly. Mm-hmm. She she put her Kimmy spin on it. Now my question is, mm-hmm. would you take the money, even though it's against your moral code, okay, and use it towards? betterment rather than completely quitting and putting yourself in a hardship as we see in future episodes. You know, it is funny you ask that question. Mm-hmm. It is a struggle that is near and dear to my heart at mm-hmm. this time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so for me, 
you know, the practical part of me is like, you know, stick it through, take the money and, you know, don't quit because then you're going to be looking for a job. Right. Right. But then the part that my moral compass is like, okay, this does not sit well with me. This does not make me feel good. And long term, if I'm unhappy, I can't produce good work. Mm. So therefore, I should just remove myself from this situation. But is it? It's a toss. It's really a hard. We're talking millions make. though here. I well, know. What would you do? You would take the money. I think it, it would be a long struggle for me because I mean I I understand where her her issue is because anything that's against morality. Granted, I feel like there's things that are, are probably worse that I would walk away from right. and not take the money. But in this situation, if I was, it was the exact same situation as Kimmy. Like if we're talking like verbatim, I would take the money and use it towards something better. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, like if if it was something like along the lines of what she was blackmailing with, them with, then I'd say no, keep your money. I'm good. Like I'll walk away. But in the regards of like what the you worked there, right? Like how did you not know? But I also loved how she was like, I'm gonna tell. On myself about my sexual harassment, yeah, my, exactly. sex, my own sexual misconduct to mess up the sale, which would mess up mess it up for everyone. So yeah. the fact that she's willing to put herself on the line in order to kind of get this point across, <laughs> right? It's, it's true Kimmy fashion, which I love. <laughs> One of the things in this episode I also loved was our girl Cheryl, you know, the robot, <laughs> um, who has who switches the way she speaks with everyone, and with Kimmy, she adjusts to to speak to someone who enjoys who is response to broken and unstable personalities <laughs> like those of her birth mother, mother and her fellow mole women so to see Cheryl has been one of my favorite characters on the show that her growth <laughs> has always been amazing but to see her speak one way and then be like hey girl to Kimmy like it was just it was just really funny and really unique and I really I thought that was cute lamp mode yes oh I know lamp mode or when poor she, Cheryl she got, I didn't know she could get reset like that that was yeah. also upsetting too poor thing i just serves her right <laughs> i didn't like that i didn't like that she it's Switched the same it concept as like you're basically targeting a specific person yeah. Ooh, ai is real though ai is coming guys i know look don't don't people can buy like full robot I know. Toys I for know. their pleasures. I know. Oh, God. I know. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Well, that's one thing that I do love about the show, not that part, but the part that <laughs> they do address everything that's happening in, like, reality in the most subtle way. Like, talking about sexual harassment and flipping it on its head, like, the robot, the AI, the marketing, like... I don't think it's subtle. I think it's very... But it's not profound. like I'm gonna... Well, of course, <laughs> but I'm not meaning it in the way of, like... They're not forcing it in your face. Yeah. They're making it as part of the storyline, and it's fluid. Yes. Yeah. It makes sense rather than just being like, we're just going to put that out there and like make it very blunt. And like, they, they give you the opportunity to make your own decision. Yeah, like, it's they tongue give in you, cheek. They give you, exactly. They yeah. give you the information, and then they say, okay, you decide how you feel yeah. about it based exactly. on this information we've given you. Um, to wrap up Kimmy's storyline, you know, the book gets online, and she we see that Kimmy doesn't even really understand how the inner internet works um but it does give her the ability to get to to get the the book instead of going to different bookstores and having to slip it in the shelves she now is able to reach a wider audience um also still in the office is Jacqueline who we see the return of Trip Knob the wealthy (laughs) actor who is one of her clients one of her two clients we have to hold those quotes strong (laughs) yes um so she Trip went to LA and she was able to get her apartment back fortunately but he's also being courted by Zachary 
Quinto, whose character was Eli, another a fellow agent, um, she was desperate to keep Trip like as her client, and she was doing anything that she could. But you know, Zachary was able to take him to strip clubs and court him in a different type of way. How do you guys like uh, seeing the return of Trip? I was I was just not impressed. I'm not impressed. Uh, I've never liked his character. I think he's kind of slimy, and I didn't necessarily need him to come back. But to tie in Zachary Quinto's character of Eli, I think that his what's his name Eli? Yeah. Okay. Um, to somehow get him and Jacqueline in the same room, I guess that was. Um, that was the person they needed. The, the connector. What I loved was when Jacqueline was like, okay, everybody pretend like you work for me. That's one of my Kimmy quotes. Okay. But <laughs> so, you know, I love Mimi. Like Mimi, again, is <sighs> one of my favorite characters. And I, I was reading something that pointed out in this last six episodes, they were able to put Mimi in all of them, which I appreciated. Like we went out with a bang and we went out with Mimi and I loved it. I love the hysteria of Mimi. It was really funny. <laughs> Her in the car. It's the street cleaning time. I gotta get the shower. The fact that she was on the phone with no one yeah. and Eli was able to say, like, she's not talking to anyone. I love the fact that, like, he was able to spot that. But her, you know, the thing about Mimi, <laughs> you ask her to do something, she's going to do it. She's your, your like, friend to the end. <laughs> she's your friend to the end. So it was great seeing her. Um, we also see the return of Greg Kinnear in this episode. Um Poor Greg Kinnear is just made to look like a buffoon. But also, his character has changed. He he had... I, the he, first time he was in the episode, it was very much like just Greg Kinnear. This right. time, they were like... They escalated his character a little bit. Or they just expanded on it. And I, I think that they made him look like adult. Like, he just... There was no... Nothing up there. I know. It was funny because yeah. I know Greg Kinnear from when he was on Talk Soup. Like, he was the OG yeah, Talk Soup host. Yeah, which they mentioned. So, I know him from that. Then he became a serious actor. So <laughs> I love that you're saying it. So, the fact that, like, he is now serious able actor. to, yeah, having had this long history as a serious actor now, to go back and play someone who is in Cats is amazing to me. And I, I, I like seeing people poke fun at themselves, which was good. Um, <laughs> speaking of cats, you know, Titus, we did see that he's still teaching, which I was surprised. I thought the teaching get, had gone away, but he's still teaching. He brings the, the youth to see cats. And one of his students is trolling him like, ah, you can't do that. And he decides to call Lillian to bring his, his anything from the house that she can gather to create a costume, which came together very well. Mm. Like, Titus's cat's costume was on point. I mean, he had a coat from Jacqueline with cat hair on it. <laughs> right? How more... I, literally couldn't get more authentic than and that. They say, what is, what's the quote when, like... Um, preparedness meets opportunity equals equals success i think it's something like that so titus the point is titus was prepared for the opportunity (laughs) therefore he was able to seize it um i mentioned cats because so in addition to watching this episode i also watch um crazy ex-girlfriend oh and they had a whole cat theme um situation with her trying to train some convicts to do theater and she was like no we cannot do cats then i see it on kimmy schmidt and then i see billboards cats is coming to la Oh, not wow. gonna lie, I've never seen cats. Never seen cats either. I have no idea what the hell about. Oh, You've seen it? Gosh. Listen, I'm a Broadway person. I still haven't seen cats. This I is know. so funny. So I actually one in college, my roommate was in cats, and I actually detest cats as an animal. Okay. I'm scared of oh, them. Got it. Like 
so deathly scared. Um, don't use that against me if you're watching. <laughs> somebody is watching out there. Anyways, the show is straight up about cats. Like the the living of a cat, the living, breathing life of a cat. It's several cats. So imagine a show for two hours. They're straight up singing about cat-like tendencies. <laughs> It's the strangest thing. Why did this become popular? I mean, it's because it's, it's legendary. So, so strange. It's I mean, there are some really extra characters that have really interesting songs, but I'm telling you, I thought that Cats was going to be some, you know, deep deep artistic um statement. Me- like statement piece with a lot of metaphors. It's straight up about cats. Okay. So I'm not entirely <laughs> sure. If you're into that thing, awesome. I liked seeing my roommate in it. I was like, yes, go girl. But other than that, I was So like, never nope. again. You're not Got seeing it. cats no, is not on the top of I your didn't, list. I wasn't loving the fact that I had to see like more cats in Kimmy Schmidt, but yes, I agree with you. Titus's costume was fantastic. Yes, and he fit right in, and he's a he played a great cat. And I just love seeing Titus on Broadway. I was happy about that. Um, how how Titus was it when he just gets? I mean, obviously he works his way into the show, but when he just gets up and completely steals the center of it, like of course, the show, just like so his good. choir I mean, days yeah. back in the day. It's just like struts onto stage, does a little twirl, and then all, just starts belting out his uh, anthem. Yeah, and Ti- like, Titus was ready yes. for this opportunity, but let's think about it. I mean, he, we found him, his humble beginnings in Times Square, <laughs> you know, with, with the robot costume, and we've seen him act in other things, and so he's been prepared <laughs> for this opportunity. Um, have you guys seen Cats? Let us know. We're in the live chat. What is Cats about? What do you think of Cats? And did you love seeing Titus in Cats? <laughs> I love that their their rule it was almost like Fight Club of like no one speaks of this. I know. No one needs to know it's fake. <laughs> I wonder if it actually is fake. Now that you told me the whole scenario of Cats, maybe I kind of do feel like it's a little fake. I don't think it is from uh, what from what I remember learning about it because the, the music really is by Andrew Lloyd Webber right. so uh, something keeps which, the people coming yeah. on Broadway be something. Yeah. I'm telling you the music is great okay, so I that's think that's what it probably is. the pull maybe the, um, the music or it's just the, a bunch of cat that's people that's true in because one it has classic songs that we've heard of and we probably don't realize that it's from cats so that's I think that's what keeps it going because obviously it's coming to LA it's still on Broadway in New York <laughs> so the people it's love long. it yes. <laughs> yes I mean listen if if um, Jacqueline can figure out the whole like little mix up of the name and all that other stuff. Right. That was brilliant. Yes. Brilliant. Tell me about something that people also love, like oh, some of yes. our other after buzz well, shows. We have a ton of other after buzz shows. And so first of all, thank you to all of you all that are watching right now because you are helping us make make after Buzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. And for us to continue to grow, we do need your help. So make sure to go and subscribe on YouTube, not just here, but on all of our channels. We also have a red carpet channel. We have the comedy channel, yes. drama channel, all of it. So any of your needs that you want when it comes to TV, we have something for you. I'm on This Is Us After Show, which is on dramas. Are you on any other shows right now? 
Um, no, but I do a lot of red carpet stuff. There you go. Nice. Same. Yourself? And I'm hoping to get back on the um, Being Mary Jane after show. There you go. So we do have all of that. So make sure to go and subscribe to all of our YouTube channels. And make sure if you are watching it on YouTube to hop on over to iTunes. You can listen to our lovely voices on your commute while you're working out. Wherever it may be, you can go into <laughs> iTunes and subscribe to the podcast channel. Vice versa. If you're on iTunes, come on over to YouTube. All the things. Um, and give us a five-star rating. And make sure to comment below because that does help all of our other listeners to find us on iTunes. And we're also on Spotify, so don't forget to check it out there. Yes. Leave a comment and uh, be a part of AfterBuzz TV because it obviously means so much to us. We give you guys so many shout-outs. We're in the comments right now. We're yep. in the live chat. So thank you all for all your support constantly. And we love having you as a part of our family. That's right. We love giving shout-outs here. So please like, comment, share, and subscribe. Woo-hoo. So <laughs> episode 12... Kimmy says bye. Or I like Kimmy. I said, Kimmy says bye. That's how I heard it in my head. I know. I don't want to get to this part. I yet. know, but we have to because it's been a it's been a good four, four seasons. seasons, you yeah. know? So in this time, in this episode, we have Lillian's what they call a tugboat. Why do they call it a tugboat? They kept on referring to it as a tugboat. I thought it was just like a basement apartment, but maybe because it's in the basement, I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> Lillian, the apartment that Kimmy, Lillian, and Titus live in is, and occasionally Jacqueline from time to time, in times of desperation, yes. is about to be demolished by the city. Um, and it's some are, you know, blaming on the gentrification of their neighborhood East Dogmouth. Um, <laughs> Kimmy does not know what to do, and she starts searching for ways to, if they don't come up with the money to buy the building, they're going to be out of Which a home. Which is $3 million. Yes. So it's not... You it's know, not a lot though. I know how she, t- you know. I'm sorry, that building is only three million dollars. You can find homes in Los Angeles that are small for three million dollars. <laughs> Go on so. Zillow and you'll see some beautiful homes. Right? Yes, you will. I'm just like, you can get a whole building in New York for three million. That, well, at the time, I'm sure. I, I don't know. I just think that for Kimmy, who's never really cared about. Um, like quantity, it's really more about quality. Three million dollars is a really steep feat for her to conquer, right. mm-hmm. and I think that helped her show the how money can help you. She's not. We've yes. never seen Kimmy be a money hungry person, but she saw. Okay, had I had money in this situation, I would have been able to save my home. But I think the the beauty of the possible. The, the the home being demolished is that they need to change. Everybody need to change, and I think mm-hmm. that's what the the loss of their home, their their safe space represented. The change that was occurring because the the show was ending. Yeah. Um, Lillian made a decision that she wanted to be to go down with the ship, literally, <laughs> or go down with the tugboat. I still don't know why they call it a tugboat, but like a captain, she wanted to get blown up with the the home and become a ghost. What were your thoughts on that decision for Lillian? Does she know she's going to be a ghost? That's my only concern. I'm like, you're really riding strong (laughs) in this fact that you're going to become a ghost. Because if you don't, you're going to be really upset with yourself that you did that. Well, you know, Lillian, she doesn't think like everyone else. So I think she thinks outside the box. And she's like, you know what? Some people think, you know, there's heaven or hell. She's like, automatically, I'm going to become a ghost. And I'm going to haunt New York. Exactly. Not even help New York. I'm going to haunt it. Yeah. You know, what I've loved about Lillian over the years, we've seen her, especially in the last uh, two episodes prior to this, she's been a thug. She's had so many different lives. She's, you know, she's been a drug dealer, a, a murderer also. Technically, I mean, Keenan. Right. She's loved. Oh, right. I love that he's. 
Every time Keenan shows up, first of all, Keenan's been having a great week. He's been he's, in Kimmy Schmidt. He's yeah. got s- several other projects going on um, in addition to SNL. So to see him having he's this, winning. like, he's, he's lost weight. He's looking Resurgence. Up, yes. He was on Wendy Williams this week with ah! McCannon. Yes. I've been watching. All the all that kids are coming back. Exactly. So Lillian may possibly become a ghost, and yet Keenan's career is, is surging. But <laughs> <laughs> but to see her and this the group of people like have to figure this out. You know, we have something bad happening, but we also have Titus. He's gotten an opportunity to be in the Lion King. Okay, he goes from cats. To lions, I guess the small cats, the big ca- cats. Okay, yeah, he went to the big cat, <laughs> he big litter box. <laughs> well, except he's not a cat, right? But it's in the cat family. Is he no, Rafiki? Oh, right, 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 right. He's right. actually a monkey <laughs> in the monkey family. Yeah, oh, very true. So he's the understudy of Miss No No, who is not very well. Her health is she's she's failing, failing definitely, and. Titus, you know, he, he it does cross his mind whether or not he should push her down the stairs. He almost that did. That was a very dark moment <laughs> that was in Titus's life. I was like, don't do it. Don't. Do you see the growth that we've seen from yeah, Titus? Yeah, exactly. Because season one, Titus totally would have just walked right over that lady. And would have had no qualms no about, about yeah. it at all. But he's grown. He also has another moment where he has to figure out, you know, who he really is at this point. Because mm. Mikey has decided to get married and invites Titus to... To Blandrew. S- yes, to Blandrew. And <laughs> Mikey has invited Titus to sing at his wedding. Now, you know I've had issues with Mikey's behavior oh. these past few episodes. And I was like, oh no, Mikey, you're not going to call my boy to come sing How at your you? wedding. Listen. How okay? dare you? Exactly. I can't. I can't. Like, who, what, what would I you do? I, the only thing I think of is, um, I don't know if you guys ever watch The Office, but Kelly has this, like, really profound quote. She goes, I have a lot of questions. First of all, how dare you? And I it's love like, that. Li- like, honestly, Mikey, you cannot ask your ex-boyfriend to be a very prominent part of your wedding ceremony and expect no backlash I'm sorry. How dare you? Well, who knew that Mikey had ulterior I know. motives? I didn't know you had it in you, Mikey. I didn't either. And I know. you know I've been giving you the side eye. But ultimately, his intentions were good because he really wanted Titus to show out like he normally does and save him from this marriage. Mikey was having a little bit of a diva moment. I know. I was like, oh, the theater is really coming alive in Mikey. Like, he wants some dramatic moment. Yes, and, and I guess a little bit of Titus has rubbed off Yeah, on, exactly. On and also, he gets the easy way out. Let's be real here, though. Him being a drama queen, he literally did not want to deal with his family, so he was going to use <laughs> Titus to get out of all of it. So let's call a spade a spade here. He was, like, trying to get the easy way out of, like, I know this is going to happen, so let me just have him come. Right. And I can get out of it. Exactly. Well, and Kim, tell your feelings. You know, Mikey obviously isn't good with feelings and no. is up to tricks in order to express himself. But Kimmy was very surprised. She, she was right? like, she, 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 she was like, nah, Titus isn't going to do that. Like, she really was surprised that Mikey really had this plan all along. Um, How do you feel about Kimmy's decision not to tell? Titus. Titus. I just, I, it threw me off because I was like, that's not like her as well. Like, usually she would tell him and kind of be like, you you should do the right thing. So it was just interesting to see the fact that she didn't, like, automatically tell Titus this when she knew that's what he's been wanting all along. But she tried to save him yeah. so he could focus on his career. I think she was being the better friend. 
Like, she realized that, like, number one, Mikey was kind of, like, you not stepping blow. up. Mm-hmm. Right? So if you're not going to step up and he's not worth your time and he, you're not actually going to be like, you're my guy, then why would I want my friend with him, number one? Number two, he's got the dream of a lifetime. This is a dream that he's been wanting since episode one. Yep. So, like, kudos, Kimmy. Because, unfortunately, no, no. Takes a no-no slip. Yeah, you know, no-no. <laughs> After Titus nurses her to, back to health, he rubs her feet. Mm. He puts... Um, in in efforts to get to the wedding. Exactly. Yeah. Titus, he, he was trying to get to the wedding because the, both things were happening at the same time. It was either the wedding or the show. And dun, dun, he, so, dun. He, <laughs> so he nurses no-no back to health, rubs her feet. He puts Vicks in her SpaghettiOs. And she's the epitome of health until she decides to ride a city bike. Now, I don't know if you've ridden a city bike, but... It's terrifying. <laughs> and she sl- clearly slipped or something. Oh, or got hit by a car. You know, Times Square is very busy, so... We... Uh, that wheel, that one ominous <laughs> wheel that went... <laughs> Which, all of this, with the passing of Miss, uh, Miss No-No, Titus is now forced to perform in the show and therefore miss the wedding ceremony. Which, it was a, a bit of a struggle for him to determine what he was going to do. Also, while all of this is going on, we have the closing of Giztube. Jacqueline is going to be out of an office, and she doesn't know what to do. But then Eli shows up with an offer for her to work for him. UTI, I can't. I can't. I can't. This Eli-Jacqueline relationship, the fact that they had the, the, the standoff where they were both leaning against the wall to see who would, who could, like, was the stronger agent... That right there was... That's a a lot of squatting. It was a lot of squatting. It made me... My legs shake. And she was in heels. Yes. That... She had him beat already, the fact that she was in heels doing it. What did you guys think of this this new uh, relationship between Eli and Jacqueline? Um, so, obviously, she misconstrued what he was saying as wanting to... She wanted... She thought he wanted to get into bed with her, but he wanted to get into business with her. Right. I think both things end up happening. Um, (laughs) And I don't know. Again, this was the part that I had a little bit of a hard time wrapping around um, because we were introduced to this pivotal character Mm -hmm. who we're assuming is going to be with Jacqueline now in the last two episodes. Mm. So I was a little bit taken aback by him. However, I thought that his, I guess, secret was really endearing and – a nice added touch, I guess. Yeah, Eli was, we found out he was blind, um, so that he was not actually trying to, <laughs> trying to, do, he wasn't looking at, he literally wasn't looking at Jacqueline, um, but he wasn't choosing to work with her because of her body, but he really liked her hustle and her grind, and he saw mm-hmm. that somebody an, that could be an ally for his team. Um, I think in getting, in bringing in this new character, it, it moves us in the direction of basically just the ending itself. We saw everyone kind of get a happy ending. We saw Jacqueline ends with her own career. Um, She has her own (laughs) self-worth. And she has a a man in her life who who values her. Um, I read somewhere that people, some people were upset that it, she didn't do it on her own at the end. You know, she still had to be attached to a man for her happiness. But I think for her character, that does kind of play into But there's so many different characters in this show and so many different facets. Like, why can't we have at least one character that does want to be in her? Like, it's okay to be in a relationship and to want one. Like, we don't have to be completely feminist that we don't. 
It doesn't that she needs it. She wants one. Right, right. And it it helps her. I think I was hoping that Kimmy was the woman who would fall in love and have the relationship, but we did not see that for her. I think for Jacqueline, she's the symbol of you can have it all. You can have love and you can have your career there you as go. well. I like that. So um, we also see wrapping it up is Titus. He and Mikey get married. And guys, you know, this is what I've, I just, I was tough on Mikey, but to see them happy together with their adopted biracial children. I love with, that he said we got the ethnic babies. <laughs> yes. I thought that was beautiful. And I was happy to see Mikey actually was a stand-up guy. And all along, he, he really did love Titus. Mm-hmm. He put him through some stuff. And almost got married, but it, it turned out to have a happy ending in the end. And Titus was at the premiere. We saw them on the carpet of Sliding Doors 2, Tokyo Doors. Oh. Yes. Yes. So we saw them on the carpet. Um, Lillian ends up attempting to get blown up with her quote-unquote tugboat home. Oh and becomes similar to the Pizza Rat, a New York institution who that's her her fame came from her militant ways ironically like her years of being a gang member and and a vigilante kind of help her become a symbol of a new york of the past which i thought was funny and then we see our love beloved kimmy becomes a successful businesswoman because of the success of her book so the website which she thought was down when she tried to access it was actually just shutting down because it was so much traffic was coming to it because the book became so popular to the point miss xanthippe who we saw in this last episode she knew about the book too and you know if xan knows about it it's popping it's popping exactly uh what i loved was we saw kimmy's mom as the first person in in line for the theme park What was touching to me about this was that Kimmy's story did not involve a man's love, Mm. but it came full circle back to kind of her mom. Mm. And just like with that, we have Titus singing the circle of life. I just wanted to throw that in there. Deep, deep. I love it. It it (laughs) has been a circle. It has been a circle. Um, What Was there anything that you felt was missing from the ending? Like, did they leave you wanting more information at the end? Or do you feel satisfied with this ending? I like what you said earlier, the fast forward. I agree with that. I love when series do that and they do it well because that's always that cliffhanger of like, what if? This kind of, I like the fast forward tie up. Mm -hmm. I don't, what I didn't like was the fast, like the, the tie-up before the fast-forward. Because mm-hmm. I felt like they were kind of rushing it. Okay. Um, but I do like the way that it was ending. I just kind of wish there was a little bit more time. Maybe they would have spread it out throughout a little bit more. Um, just because they were getting to the wedding so fast. And then they were getting to, True. like, Titus went from cats to this real quick. And I was like, I'm getting whiplash with all these, like, life <laughs> moments that are changing so quickly. But, um, I mean, overall, like, I think it was a great way... To end a series, they did it lightheartedness. They had like all their points. They had all their jokes. Like it was. I mean, one thing you know. I can say is that if you've ever had the question, I wonder what it'd be like if Kimmy and Titus were together, or mm. I wonder what it'd be like if Jacqueline was poor. We got to see that in these last episodes, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. So, and then now we also got to see. I wonder how Jacqueline's uh, career, her agency ends up. We saw, okay, she merged with Eli and has a, is still a success, successful self-made woman because mm-hmm. she, she did this on her own. Yeah, she did. Um, so it did give us answers to a lot of what ifs in addition to, you know, what did happen. Yeah. Um, but I, in my final thoughts, I just have really enjoyed this show. Mm-hmm. I think it's been such a gem. It 
Laura said um, in the past that like she would love to go back and watch this years later and see what still applies. And I think this is one of those shows that will stand up. It will be a classic like The Office that people (laughs) will reference from, you know, from now until the end of time. Yeah, their one-liners are beautiful. I know. And And all of it is beautiful. Speaking of one-liners, let's get into our segment, our Kimmy quote segment to wrap things up. Um, This is where we talk about some of our favorite quotes in the episode. Two of mine, I'll be quick, uh, was when Jacqueline talks about... (laughs) When when Eli says, baller's got a ball, she tries to figure out a a catchphrase for herself, and hers was, sweet Jimmy McCracklin's mama likey. I was like, what are you talking about? Also, another quote that I kind of liked is that, um, that I actually loved is when Titus gets into cats, he says he's perfect for the role because I nap most of the day. I look cute in a cardboard box. I hate taking baths. Most of my enemies are birds. My tongue is scratchy. Japanese people are obsessed with me and I'm always on a couch or hiding in a deli. Sounds like a perfect fit to me. Done. Did you ladies have any Kimmy quotes? Oh, man, so many. Uh, One of my favorites was, and this is a little bit of a long one, but bear with me because it's so good. Okay, this is from Jacqueline. She says, listen up, nerds. We all know I remind you of the hot girl from high school who made you suffer her, the one you vowed would one day regret it when you got rich. Well, I don't regret it, and I have a job for you, or (laughs) I have more for you to do. And so then one guy says, what do you need? And yes. then the other says, what's the term paper on? <laughs> and my favorite, sure, I'll wear a wig and sleep in your bed so your parents don't know you're seeing good Charlotte in Tampa. Like, what? Jacqueline still has the power, whether it be established, you know, oh um, agents or nerdy guys in she's a tech like, office. She's uh, like, at the drop of a hat, I wanted you to do all of this for me. So, boss woman over there. Yes, power. Um, And then I think one of my favorite quotes from Kimmy was when she turns to um lillian and she says lillian how much are drugs worth <laughs> and it's like oh she knew who to ask the former yeah, drug dealer, like, so clearly, she, she went to the right source did you have any favorites i didn't but i had a, a moment that i wish we would have talked about was when kimmy was trying to get money and her and the mole women tried to do that you know they I, tried to do this uh, a sex tape and according as Jacqueline oh, said uh, nobody wanted that even the Germans didn't want it so the, it, it, she did it, it out of her own sympathy uh, which also Jacqueline doesn't have ten dollars to spare but that was very nice of her yes to contribute in that way oh. you know like I said this show has been such a gem and uh-huh. we've loved covering it and we've loved interacting with you guys please you know it's our series finale but please let us know what you thought about these last few episodes ladies where can can they find you on social media? Oh gosh, it's so sad. This is our our third season together. Yes, yes. I can't believe it. So thank you guys so much for always following along on the After Buzz TV's After Show of Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. I've loved being on this panel. I know it was short lived this time around, but uh, continue following me on all my social media at Candice R Cruz. And as Titus says, thank you to everyone, but especially myself. Oh. Uh, no, just kidding. Uh, I, I just it. wanted to throw that last quote in. Thank you guys for following all of us, mm-hmm. subscribing to After Buzz. You can keep up with me, Caroline J. Fair, at Caroline J. Fair. Love there it. you go. It's been a pleasure working with you ladies. Yeah. I can't wait till the next one. Smooches, smooches. Guys, you can find me on social media at Say Hi, Sahai. You know, stay young, stay fun, and just always keep Kimmy in your hearts. Oh, love it. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to After Buzz TV. 
Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.